Nothing makes more sense than protecting the planet that gave us all life and everything we have. But do you find yourself unable to keep going in the face of the relentless dire news about the state of the world? Do you worry about biodiversity loss and what a changing climate means? Are you struggling to take action or campaign to mitigate the nature and climate emergency? Most people who are gripped by fear, sadness, anger, anxiety, powerlessness and other strong emotions are vulnerable to episodes of burnout or hopelessness. Strong emotions drive change and earth and society are undoubtedly made better by compassionate people doing what they can to act on these issues. But constructive progress can often seem out of reach. This podcast is part of a collection of tools, creative responses and peer support networks that have emerged from a project called Eco-Anxious Resilient. In this series of six episodes, we'll be exploring a self-care planning tool that has the power to help when you're struggling. We'll be sharing conversations held between groups of peers and you'll hear authentic stories of struggle alongside all the ways people cultivate meaning, connection and hope. It is proven that when you are struggling, planning for your own self-care and connecting with resilient peers is an effective way to re-empower yourself and continue striving for the just and enlightened society you're aiming to bring about. We hope you find these conversations empowering. Listen to the end to find out details of how to connect with the project. In this episode, we'll be exploring the fifth question of the self-care planning tool, which asks us to consider, what do other people need to know about me if I'm really struggling? A really useful thing for people to know is if I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed and anxious and a bit stressed, is that I kind of need like to go out for a walk and sort my own head out and just let my mind settle a little bit before I can then start opening up to having conversations about things because otherwise I think I can either kind of shut down a little bit or just feel really tired and and unable to kind of think things through so having that kind of space and time to process things myself and then sit down and have a conversation is probably probably one of the most important things to know. I work in animation and motion graphics and even though some of those projects are to do with like environmental stuff like renewables and uh, like wildlife documentaries, things like that, that um, it can be quite intense sometimes um, and I think work can kind of knock me off balance and yeah, sometimes just like space and sort of quiet is is really important to me kind of having that time to like process thoughts. I don't do very well jumping from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And I think that was also maybe like a motivation of trying to kind of move away from the city as well, where that can be a bit more, like for me anyway, just a bit more intense. So um, so yeah, the need for kind of like time and space. Um, I think I've kind of with a couple of my friends like we've because they've had like struggles of their own um I think we can have quite honest conversations sometimes to say like oh are you around for a call like I'm kind of struggling at the moment or one thing we do is just like um arrange to go camping every now and again go on like a big walk and have like a massive chat and and I think it's 
almost like going on a journey with someone is quite a, an interesting way for me to to talk about how I'm feeling and um, and sort of try and iron out a few worries and things like that. But it needs to kind of come at the right time. I've had a couple of occasions in my life where I have become um, completely incapable, <laughs> I think is, is the word, um, and um, uh, completely lost and um, really extremely ineffective um, in my life because I, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed with um, grief and hopelessness. And I'm overwhelmed uh, with the information um, that, you know, keeps getting pumped out by the United Nations and World Wildlife Fund and Greenpeace. And um, and, um, I'm very involved in a few campaigns uh, myself, but I I kind of hit a wall sometimes and I I just don't know what to do. And I I can't think through these things myself. You know, my my head's a bit like a greenhouse, and I and the the, the the sort of fear or whatever it is takes over. I can't think it through, and I I don't know what to do. And and the only way that I can actually get through that is is to sort of try and take myself out of myself and um, speak to other people who can provide a fresh perspective and um, some new ideas and um, point me in the direction of some new tools. Um, because I I really want to have a life that is effective. Um, in terms of the things that I really care about, um, but but sometimes I just get to a point where I just I'm unable. I don't know what to believe anymore, um, and I, I I don't trust myself sometimes, and um, yeah, I need to have some of these, some of these connections with other people so that I can find my way out through this. I don't it's like a minor breakdown. Um, and it can well like sometimes it's not a minor breakdown it can last quite a long time it's it lasted over six months um once mm. so I, I I just need those connections um with other people who can who understand this issue and why it's so painful I think part of the problem for me is that I imagine a lot of things without even realizing like I have images or like sort of films about past and future even now and yeah when you read all these things I think it's impossible not to feel frightened because it's actually very close to me um I don't know I think lots of people is not really able to feel that close because they don't put in there so much I think I don't know I feel maybe there is part of it like they don't actually imagine how bad it is (laughs) going to be that's why they are like yeah no it will be fine and it's like well do you really understand like what what is like where we are having at risk and I think a part of it is like not really living in the present it's just like oh I deal with it when it comes Mm -hmm. and not being able to actually have it now present and I think people that we suffer extremely from this is because we actually live it now um kind of often as much as you know it's going to be in the future mm. so sometimes i wonder then if they're gonna freak out in the future more than us and a part of me tells me that probably yes 
So then I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I think it's kind of like a coping mechanism is that not so long ago, I, for example, deleted all the apps, social media apps off my phone. So I can't just press a button and go onto Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn. I have to open up a web web page and type in the address. And I think it's kind of, yeah, just not engaging in that stuff so much and sort of having like a really busy mind. So you wake up and you check Instagram and then you check LinkedIn and then you check Twitter and you check the news and then you check the football scores. <laughs> and uh, And I think it's, yeah, I, I think a lot of my friends would probably say that they they know that I'm not like super engaged with all that stuff. Um, and I turn off my phone, put it on airplane mode quite a lot. Um, so, um, yeah, just sort of creating those those spaces of, of not being interrupted, which is also quite hard when you have like a three-year-old in the house. <laughs> so, so, so it's even more kind of important to have those sort of protective spaces sometimes. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's also just nice to go down to the pub and have a pint with someone and, and kind of be in a social context and, and do that. Sometimes I think I, I just have an overly negative <laughs> view of life and um you know basically what humans are 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 making of the world you know and i i find myself getting increasingly mad <laughs> and frustrated um with how news is presented to us uh, and you know and what people's priorities are um as well so that that that's one of my that is one of my big problems feeling mad in the world not feeling like this is my world actually mm. um and you know if, and, and Pam and I were talking earlier about, um, you know, when I try to think, oh, I'm a, I'm a Scottish person, um, but I look at my Scottish country and what is left of Scotland? You know, we've only got 1% of our ancient woodland left. Um, but, but all of these um, invasive trees from America, these fast-growing sick spruce and so on, they, they now cover 16%. So it's as if Scotland um, and our Scottish landscape is... Um, is of no value <laughs> um and uh, you know it's much better to have these identical monoculture fast growing uh, timber trees that they, we can cut cut down and use um and, and so I, I really struggle to see my country and see how it see it being valued and that and that sort of reflects on me and my 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 identity and as a scottish person but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I, I just uh, I just find it absolutely tragic that we've lost 69 percent of our wildlife in the last 50 years across the world. An average of 69 percent, according to the World Wildlife Fund's nature um, index. Um, and I really struggle that, you know, that's uh, almost my whole lifetime. And that's what's happened in my life. Why have I not done something about this? Yeah, I don't apologize myself. I'm not ill. It's, it's being done to me. It's, it's because. Um, everything else is behaving madly around me. You know, banks, governments, corporations, media themselves aren't act doing their acting their part. So that's like another psychological uh, strain. So that the peer group is just like a, a safe space to land and actually think about and discuss these 
these issues um, without having to um, sort of enter that. It's Donna Haraway, the, the derangement, you know, that's all around us. So that madness that's all around us. So we need these uh, spaces to recognize that we're not the mad ones. It's, it's the, it really is us, not them. No, it really is them, not us. <laughs> Putting this question in a self-care plan, it gives you uh, the chance to think about and write down some ideas about what it is that you would want to communicate um, to people about yourself so that they have the best possible chance to to help you. I mean, for myself, when I'm, I'm thinking about the help that would be useful um, for me to have when I really find that I'm, I'm struggling, is uh is it's to think about it in two two different ways so there's the kind of emotional side of things and also there's a pra the practical side of things too um because often if the the practical issues uh are not addressed then the emotional issues um can become even more severe uh when i when i think about um the, the sort of practical responsibilities that i have um, you know, I, I'm um, I'm responsible for uh, a couple of dogs and uh, four ponies, and um, I have a mother who's not very well sometimes. Um, and you know, if if, if I'm not coping very well, uh, then you know all of these responsibilities that that I have um, can you know become a bit overwhelming, and uh, and I need a bit of help. But in, in in addition to these things, there's also uh, other sort of practical considerations like, uh, you know, are you on any medication um, or are you following a particular diet or do you need um, help with um, finances or benefits? You know, are you are you finding you're getting into some debt or, you know, th things like that? You know, are you a care um, for, for a friend and family member or do you help care for a neighbour or all of these things that when you're, when you're feeling well, um, you know, you just kind of pack into your life and, and you get on with and, and you do your very best to fulfill these things. Um, but if you're really struggling emotionally, then these things um, can become almost part of the, the, the struggle, um, really. But at the same time, obviously, you don't want to let anybody down. So on the emotional side, you know, what, what it, what it would be useful for other people to know a little bit about is, you know, your health. Um, what is what is your your general uh, mental and physical health? Um, you know, are you a part of any particular support network? Do you have an emotional support network? Um, do you attend any peer support groups? And the other thing is that, you know, sometimes you might find that the person who comes along when you're really really struggling who is there when you want a little bit of help doesn't actually know you that well um so just a little bit of information in a self-care plan about you know what your interests and passions are you know what is really at the core of your your person and what really really matters to you um you know if you have religious beliefs um or spiritual beliefs or uh, you know anything like that that is uh, just going to help somebody to kind of connect with you um then uh, th that can be useful to put in a self-care plan um as well uh, i think you know most people will will go through these times um and you know most people do want to help 
as well when they see other people struggling and you're actually helping others um to help sort of fulfill that need um, and desire that they have uh, themselves to be able to help by completing this question another supportive element of the project has been creative writing and the sharing of these original pieces in something we hope will become a daily reader celebrating earth these pieces have been shared at peer support groups and offer another way into discussion as well as understanding the issues from a different perspective. This is a piece entitled Together for Earth. As a witness to our planet's reshaping by people and its relentless degradation, I'm often overwhelmed with grief at the wonders in life being lost. I furiously seek to try to understand why our species doesn't seem to value what planet Earth has given us, which is our existence and everything we have or give back in meaningful ways that truly benefit all life. I imagine most people ponder the big questions of the universe, especially, what is the meaning of life? Each of us will have our own thoughts on this according to our individual life journeys. My own hazy thinking has changed as I've aged, but one idea will not change. Purpose and meaning come from appreciating what it I've been given and doing my best to respect the giver. On that basis, Earth, and especially my home country, will always have my highest regard. As just one person on Earth, I accept my limitations and ability to care for or save our planet and its biodiversity. I no longer hope Earth's astonishing ecosystem will not change due to the short-sighted priorities of its dominant species. I don't know what the future holds for life on Earth, but I believe our planet will adjust to its changing circumstances right up to its final embrace with our galaxy's sun. Today, I will remember, for self-respect, I need to be a responsible person who considers the consequences of how I choose to live my life. I choose to read United Nations reports on biodiversity loss, and I look carefully at my local environment and wildlife to seek to understand it and take informed actions to try to protect it, and sometimes even enhance it. To be able to do this, I need to have a plan to look after myself, especially when I'm disillusioned and struggle with fear and anger. Today, I will focus on what I can do, however small, to make the most of this short time I've been given on air to enjoy and support my local environment. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The Serenity Prayer. Thank you for listening. We hope these conversations resonated with you and please join us again where we'll be exploring and reflecting on what resilience means and what helps us move into a place of action. You can find out more about the project Eco Anxious Resilient at surefruiteffect.com. This project was made possible with a grant from the National Lottery Community Fund Scotland, Together for Our Planet programme.